You are listening to Stitchwish Radio, a podcast for crafting your own magic and threads. I'm your host, textile artist, author, and teacher, Christy Johnson. Hey there, and welcome back to Stitchwish Radio. This week's episode is kind of short. Um, if you are anything like anybody else in, you know, the Western world at this time of year, um, you are probably very busy, and so am I. But I still wanted to share some of the ideas and rituals that I like to use to sort of end out the year and bring in the new year in a way that feels wrapped up and it doesn't just feel like I'm rushing into the new year. Oh, and also this podcast for the past two, maybe maybe even three episodes, I think, has come out on Tuesdays. And as I look back into the past and start to go back and get it, I'm realizing I actually really like my Mondays to be pretty mellow and having to make sure that I have a podcast up on a Monday is kind of stressful for me. So from here on out, I'm going to be doing these podcasts on Tuesdays. We're all just trying to figure out what works for us. And I think it's really important to, even if you have promised something, to allow it to be a little bit flexible and to recognize what is working and what isn't working. That's kind of the whole concept behind this episode anyways, is paying attention to what is working and what just isn't working. And for me, rushing to get this episode out on Monday does not work for me. Tuesdays feel like much more active days and I'm much more sort of already in the momentum of getting things done. And so that's what I'm going to do going forward. So thank you for your patience as I start to sculpt how this podcast is produced and when it comes out. Um, And I hope to have some really fun interviews for you in the new year. Um, I will be taking a break from the podcast until January. So this is going to be the last episode of this year. So thanks so much for all of your support. I love hearing everybody's reactions to the podcast and how much it's helping people with their own artistic practices. And speaking of artistic practices, if you want to expand on your own, let's say, embroidery practice, or maybe you want to learn a little bit more about patchwork and applique, I have two workshops this month. I have a workshop next Monday, um, December 13th, that's going to be all about advanced embroidery. And it's not like really super complicated embroidery. It's more like moving beyond the basic stitches and taking inspiration from non-Western embroidery. So I'm going to be showing a lot of examples from India, examples from different African countries, examples from Mexican embroidery and um, Uzbekistan embroidery and kind of all over the world and how these classic stitches that we know have been really pushed to the brink and these stitches are super fun and I I use them a lot in my own work so it's going to be an exciting one and then also I have a patchcraft workshop, which is going to be on December 20th, and that is all about patchwork, applique, and different ways of combining fabrics with one another to create really interesting imagery. So feel free to check out the website for those. If you're interested in my soft work intuitive garment design workshop, that is coming back in January. I will open up enrollment at the end of the month in December. So keep an ear out for that if you're ready to take that course. Um, That is a five-week course, so it's much more intensive. These other two workshops that I'm doing later this month are single-day workshops, um, and they will be super fun. It's the first time I will be teaching both of them online, so I'm really excited to get into that. Um, Okay, now that we've heard from our sponsors, it's me. I'm the sponsor. I'm my sponsor. (laughs) Let's get into the episode. Today, I want to talk about this concept of going back and getting it. So 
the impetus of this episode is recent research into different symbols, specifically the Adinkra symbols of the Ashanti people. Um, and today's episode is based on the concept of Sankofa. So this is an African concept that translates to going back and getting it. And there are two different symbols that I know of in this Adinkra symbol language that are considered Sankofa. One of them is kind of a swirly stylized heart. And from what I can understand, that basically means go back and get it in the form of going back to your history and going back to different traditions or policies to try and sort of revive them. The other symbol that also is under this name Sankofa is more about learning from the past. So this symbol is a bird that is sort of turned back to its tail. And it's really about reflecting on the past, about pulling information from the past and bringing it forward into the future. And I feel like this time of the year, as we are entering into December and really closing out the year, I think this is a really great time to kind of go back and get it. So one of the favorite ways that I like to do this, one of my favorite ways is going back through my old sketchbooks and sort of mining these depths of thoughts. So we tend to kind of, when we are looking to make new pieces as artists or looking to create new work, we tend to kind of constantly be looking forward and constantly be seeking out inspiration and trying to make new expressions. And I think it's really important to go back into our sketchbooks, go back into all of the ideas that we've had over the past year and start to look at what have I not moved forward with? What ideas that I have that I have that I just kind of dropped off that I forgot to really explore in depth? And I think this is an amazing way of also just reminding ourselves that, you know, we're full of ideas. We have a tendency to constantly look forward. But when we start to look back and we start to go back and get what we've already thought of, we start to recognize our capabilities, recognize how much we've already created and start to bring that forward. So one of my favorite ways of doing this, I started doing this recently, is to just take photos of all of the images that have not made their way forward and then printing them out. So I'll take, a, take these photos and sort of adjust them in Photoshop, or you can also adjust them on your iPhone so that they're really high contrast, and then go ahead and print them out on a smaller scale. Um, so I don't, if you don't have Photoshop, I'm sure you can do this in Canva or some sort of like other free program, but I basically just like collect them all on a single sheet of paper or two, if depending on how many images you have, um, and then just print them out. And then I like to cut these individual images out and you basically end up with your own sort of like your own art Oracle deck. So you can start to use that as a way of whenever you're kind of stumped for ideas, just flipping through your little deck of images and going, what can I work with from the past? What can I bring forward into the future? Another concept that I've been trying to use a lot, and this is um, a friend of mine who does this with his um, with all of his ideas in his book, where he actually will go through his sketchbook at the end of the year and transfer any ideas that didn't get used or didn't get um, sort of further expanded upon and write them in the new sketchbook. 
and I thought this was such a cool idea. Um, it sounds like it takes a lot of work, but I just love this idea of rewriting it because not only are you kind of put it, moving it forward in time and, you know, revisiting it, but you're also by rewriting it, you're kind of re-exploring it and from a new perspective. So that idea of when we start to record something a number of times, it starts to sort of record it in our veins, I guess. So those are sort of some of my favorite ways of working with my artwork and bringing that forward. Another way I like to go back and get it is by making a list of things that happened that that you consider successes or things that you're really proud of that have happened in the past year. Once again, we tend to move forward in life, reaching forward, trying for the new thing, trying trying to get that new thing, trying to get something that we haven't already gotten. And we forget to kind of look back and go, wait a minute, I've gotten so much done or I had so many things. I was blessed with so many different things this year and I was not able to recognize that because I was too busy looking forward. So when we start to look back and list those successes, we start to gain a lot more confidence in our ability to be successful moving forward. And we also start to get a little more gratitude. We start to get a little more grateful for the things that we've been able to do. So making a list of your past successes is a really great way of bringing you forward by looking in the past. Another thing that I tried doing recently, and it was actually really satisfying, I made a list of my past failures. And I'm not just talking like, it wasn't just like me making a list of everything that's gone wrong in life. It was more of recognizing the gems within those failures, all the things that didn't work out that I was actually really grateful for that actually contributed to some other growth in my life. And making a list of them all of a sudden allows me to accept current failures as like, okay, I'm sure this will be a point to grow from. And when we can accept that our current failures are a point to grow from, we can way more easily start to recover from them. They don't become as impactful for us. They don't become as damaging to our, you know, to our idea of who we are or what we're capable of. One warning, though, is this exercise can, if you're in kind of a crap mood already, this exercise can cause you to sort of like spiral down. So I would suggest doing this sort of in a good mood and with a reflection towards the future, maybe right after you have created your list of things that have been successful this year. Um, Another idea of going back and getting it that I was thinking about the other day, this is a little more abstract, but it's this idea of taking the wrong path. So this idea of like, what failures have we taken? What failures have we gone through that actually contributed to our growth? So for example, I was on my way to a few different places recently. You know, I needed to go to a town that was south of me. I needed to go to a town that was west of me. And I was kind of in a hurry. So I just got on the road and I went in the wrong direction. I picked the wrong place first. Um, and so I started going in that direction. I went, oh, man. So I just quickly rerouted and, you know, pulled over, checked my GPS and went, OK, how do I get west from where I've already headed south? And This was like shortly after a pretty beautiful snow. So I ended up driving on these streets that I had never been on before. um, And it was just 
incredibly beautiful outside and it was one of those days where I could have easily taken that wrong turn and like gotten really down on myself about it I could have been like oh man I always do this I'm not paying enough attention but instead I just took it as an opportunity to be like you know what this is really beautiful I'm not going to be late to anything I'm just really gonna enjoy this ride and enjoy this process and I started to sort of appreciate that I had made that mistake. I started to appreciate and see it as like a sign of my intuition working where it was like, huh, maybe we don't need to take the roads we've taken a thousand times. Maybe we should try and take an entirely new route. And it got me thinking about how when we recognize that taking the wrong path can lead us on these really beautiful journeys, we start to trust our intuition more. We start to become more open to new opportunities that maybe don't look exactly how they should. We start to open up to like, huh, what if I took this wrong path in other areas of my life? And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the wrong path, but maybe just like a little bit of a a extended journey somewhere. Uh, Maybe if I slow down and do something a little bit differently. Looking at the ways that we've changed in life and looking at what we've accomplished, what we haven't accomplished, and how those yes or no accomplishments have supported us in our journey. So speaking of supporting journeys, um, just another thank you so much for supporting this journey and listening to this podcast. Um, I'm going to take a break. I might pop back in on the 21st with like a short little snippet on what's going on with the soft work course. But other than that, I will be back in January of 2022 with the next episode so enjoy your holiday season whatever that looks like for you i hope you can get plenty of free time plenty of time to reflect on the past plan for the future going back and getting it learning from the past before rushing into the new year and if you want to have a little bit of textile art fun in the process then be sure to check out the Next Level Advanced Embroidery Workshop and the Patchcraft Patchwork and Applique Workshop. They are both available through my website, so you can just log into there. And Oh, you don't have to log in anything. You just go there. There's no logging in. Sorry. You just go to my website. Check it out. Um, all right. I will talk to you next year. Bye.